Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Hey, keep it going. <laughs> um, are you are you feeling hot? Do you need fan? Um, are you okay? I am fine. Okay. I will. I will. I will. Because uh, we can bring cool down. Out. The we, big guns. We provide. No, I will cool down. It's my yeah. own. I truly meant to get on my bike at 2.15 because I was like, I should get there. It's like a 20 minute ride. And I was like, I should get there with plenty of time to cool down. And then I was on a phone call until 2.35. And right. Oh, that's just, okay. Doesn't it also, do. I have had this problem like coming into my apartment needing to take a shit. <laughs> and then your landlord's there and you're like, George, I cannot talk to you right now. Yeah. Yes. I'm about to shit my pants. There is Something's something inside happening. of me. <laughs> Something's happening, George. And a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're like that's double whammy for you. Yeah, yeah well, it's not much out room of nowhere. No, well, that's yeah. the thing is you're like I'm fine, and then I five minutes into the walk, I'm like, this, oh my <laughs> god, I have to shit in the street. Oh my god, <laughs> and never done it. Come on, but I've seen joggers do it, and I'm always surprised. You've seen in joggers shit in the street in New York? Not no. There's video, and it's okay. always a jogger, and I get it, and I have friends also that have told me just a guy friend. More, they've had to do it several times. It, they feel like nothing, and then the movement goes. I have, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh my god, it's here!" Wow. I love that that we're talking right out the gate on Lady See, Journey. This is, <laughs> this is why I don't jog. Yeah, this is this is the reason that I don't jog. <laughs> because what if I had to shit on the sidewalk? I I think it's rude. Other than yeah. that, I wake up every morning wishing yeah. I was jogging. Yes, I know, but I go, no, miles, no, miles. <laughs> But there was one incident a few years ago. There's like a house. They were like, we keep, there's a shit here almost every day. And they couldn't figure out <laughs> why. So they put a camera. Oh, did I, am I going to break that's, that mirror? That's a fine. I found it on the street, but that's I keep okay. it because it makes you, it's so flattering. Oh, great. It's a, it a elongates you. Yes. <laughs> a skinny mirror. Yeah. And what I, we all learn in college, there are skinny mirrors and fat mirrors. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't care if the skinny mirror is not real. Right. I just need to live in my delusion. Right. I don't yes. care if it's not real. I don't care if it's broken. Yeah, I don't care like, if it's from the sidewalk. I don't care if it was next to a pile of human <laughs> shit. Okay. So going back to the shitting. So they were like, so they got one of those cameras and then it was just like this cute girl on her morning runs that actually it always timed out. She had to take a shit there. Wow. Why? See, I just feel like <laughs> you would think that you would feel shame after the yeah, first time doing it. Being like, I just shat in public. Just maybe move it around my a little fitness bit. Goals. It could be exhilarating, though. Do you know what I mean? Where you're like, oh my God, I just got away with yeah. shitting. Not anymore, though. Yeah. <laughs> you're blacklisted. Do you think she noticed the camera? No. Well, it was very surveillance. I don't know if they got, like, she never came out. And I feel like. Nowadays, you should come out and own it and be like, yes, and sell merch. That was me. Yeah, <laughs> stop for a shit. <laughs> Came out. You mean like in a notes app apology? Meaning like you know nowadays, like take the lady that was like, there's a that person's not real. The one on the airplane that people did you oh, ever yes, see that, that one? one. How did it I was, miss this? It was a few months ago where a woman was shouting at a guy who wasn't real. She was clearly having some kind of psychotic break. Yes. And she just looked normal lady. Nothing was like a sign of like she's breaking down mm -hmm. like you would see in New York City. Really? Ooh, stay away from her. Mm -hmm. um, 
Nobody knew who, and the, the internet wouldn't let it go. And then they finally found her, but she was just like a li- lady working a regular job. But I'm just like, I feel like nowadays you should just be like, yes, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> and I was remember. having a moment and yeah. I enjoy being, and be funny about it. I'm barbecue Becky. <laughs> Surprise. I mean, yeah, why not just own it? And be like, well, they weren't doing what they were supposed to. And parlay that into Dancing with the Stars. Yes. I mean, an incredible career path from, hey, I'm the cute girl who shat on a random person's sidewalk every day to now I'm dancing the Roomba on ABC. It is the American dream because I still think about that with the Cash Me Outside girl. Yes. she She's the hardest millions. working woman in Hollywood. She's got millions. To go oh, from how do I not know who this Doctor Phil, she would she be like on, cash me outside, kind of like the she was co- confronting a white girl confronting doing a Dr. Black Phil. Sure, she was. Yeah, she had a bit like a, a ghetto vibe. Yeah, and then went from that became a viral clip. Managed to have a musical career from it of being like a few novelty yeah. songs. I forgot bad. Barbie, bad baby, bad baby. I think and, it was bad baby. I'm I'm serious. I think that was her song. Yes, and that did well. Then she does OnlyFans and made fifty two million dollars. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And apparently she doesn't really do anything that's sexual. It's just like people are just fascinated by by her. her. Yeah. So it is really just fans. It's wild. It is only fans. It's wild. Yeah. It's only fans. It is, it is no perverts, only fans. <laughs> Supporters, one might there. say. The truest yeah. form of that app. Yes. Yeah. Where you're just giving money to a person regardless of skill or talent. Yeah. Just because you know them and you like them. But that That's is it. from that to me is the equivalent of being like, I'm barbecue Becky. Yeah. And That's... I had a moment at that barbecue and 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 here I am on <laughs> on America's Got Talent. <laughs> I think and my talent is calling 911. <laughs> I'm here to call 911 on you, Curtis Jackson. Oh my God, hilarious. Name? I don't know. I never watch it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If I got that name wrong, fix it in post. No, Chloe, I Just heard- do a real scramble <laughs> version of me saying the right we name. We have no edit. <laughs> Chloe got that wrong. So. Dox her. <laughs> Chloe, I heard you're in a movie. Tell us everything. Yeah. I, I, was- I just saw the trailer for it. Oh, really? With oh. Roy Wood. Yeah. Who's the person in the middle? Uh, who's the other actor? J.J. Maley. Gotcha. Um, okay. Who's another unknown uh, actor, and he's super funny and great and awesome. And uh, yeah, Michael Sarah is like plays AI Elon yes. Musk. Oh, love it! It's like a weird little. Um, it's like a the play, almost science right? fiction thing that you were doing. Science fiction thing yes. that I was doing. Yes. yes. It's yeah, it's like a it's a very mini mini series. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so it's like ninety five minutes in total, cut cut into eight episodes, um, and out on um, Mr. Soderbergh's website. Okay. Wow, how cool is that? Yeah, he loves working with comedians. Yeah, right? Bobby Kelly did a movie with him that was only shot on, on his I- iPhone. Ours was iPhones wow. too. Wow. Yes. Yeah, and I love that. Todd Berry was in. Uh, one of his things. Live in this planet. I know. Anyway. It's a little spiky. Yeah. Todd Berry Is was in no. something that he did. I forget what it was, though. Uh... I don't know. Todd Berry actually had a decent acting Todd, career. Todd Berry's in a lot of stuff. We'd love to get him all on the pod. The Fighter. Love to hear the Lady Journey. Todd Berry was in The Fighter? The Sorry, Wrestler. The, the Wrestler. wrestler. <laughs> the Wrestler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was one of the sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So what's the what's the byline of the movie? What can people expect if they feel like going and watching it? The um, sorry, web series, web series. Yeah, miniseries. Uh, yeah, try again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking get it right oh this my time. God. Um, uh, it is the idea is that in the future, uh, in like fifty years in the future, it's even worse than it is now. Mm-hmm. I believe it, mm-hmm. and um, that there's like a little lab set up. Basically, the idea is that like if we adjust a few particularly evils, evil people's paths, mm-hmm. they make like an outsized percentage uh, impact on the world being bad. And so go back and like change the Elon Musk in the past. Change Kind of like a kill baby Hitler premise. Basically. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yes, I love this. Does it form a butterfly effect? That's the idea. Yes, exactly. So it's never getting better. Right. And and in the show, it's basically that the like we think it's going to have a super outsized uh, positive effect. And then for the most part, it has very little outsized positive. It, like it's just sort uh, of like and two percent. And then, of course, that's not everything that there's yes, more. There's, there's, more. there's more. Yes. Twist. I can't wait to see it. Also, maybe I just gave away too much. Well, I don't know. I'm bad at it. So we, it came out the day after the SAG strike started. And so we can't do any promos. So I'm oh, yeah, I don't know how to promote it. it. I'm like, uh, yeah, well, I, this doesn't count. This doesn't count. This doesn't count. <laughs> this, is just, this is not. This don't is watch it. About your journey. Thank you. This is a lady journey, and this is, is the only thing we're promoting here. Is that a SAG still striking? SAG is still they striking. Are. So, how are shows going back if they can't have Writer, actors? Writers' rooms are going back. Writers' productions rooms. are not going back. So, that's yet. why late night, because they can have a host There's no who's actors. not part of SAG. Right. I didn't know hosts are not part of SAG. Are they AFTRA? I think it's not a SAG job. Yeah. Host, late night is. host is not, yeah. a, is not an acting job. I did not know that. Yeah, even though when you go on... Even though they are faking those smiles. Yes, they certainly are. When you go on, if you are in SAG-AFTRA, you get the rate somehow. Oh, really? Yeah. When you go on as a guest, I know that. Like to do a set. Oh, like $1,000 as panel, right? Wait, are you saying... Day rate. You get a day rate for a To be on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like when you do stand-up. Yeah. That's SAG. But right? enough of this. This is minutia. Yeah, this is not Lady this Journey. This is not Lady Sorry. Journey. Chloe, you're a bicyclist. <laughs> I'm a bicyclist. <laughs> right into it. I'm asking the tough questions. Now, I love this about you because you you have basically like a bike, first of all, bike aesthetic. Thank bike, you. You're a bike lifestyle. Does that mean I'm sweaty? I smell kind no, of bad. No, it means you're in great shape. Thank and you. And you wear tight little shorts. Thank you. Which we love them. You have to. Because if you, I, I've tried doing the city bike. Just mm-hmm. being like, I'm going to run spots tonight in jeans. No, it's a nightmare. No. Out of city bikes also, especially are are like riding they're, a pontoon. Yes, they're, yeah, so they're, they're clunky, they're very clunky. Yeah, city bikes are nightmares. And when people are like, "Do you have your own bike or a city bike?" I'm like, "You dare ask me that?" <laughs> yeah, you're that type of bike you, person. Yeah, I am that type yeah. of bike person. No, I'm a cyclist. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I move under my own power. How do you, how do you not how? worry about your bike getting stolen? That's my number one fear. Um, I have, it will happen. I have had two bikes stolen. This is my third bike in New York. The two that have been stolen have both been under weird circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a really good lock. And so, you like, think it's a ring? The, the bike stealing? Yes. Um, I did read a long article about how this was years ago, but. Apparently, uh, bicycles are like one of the main forms of currency among Mexican cartels. And so they're just like warehouses all over Mexico that just have thousands and thousands. thousands. (laughs) Yes, this is my lady journey (laughs) through the Mexican cartels. Finding your Um, your bicycle, which was stolen, tracing it. That's a dark Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And so Pee Wee Herman uh, narcos. (laughs) 
It's a great, it's a, honestly it's great. It's a, a great pitch. It's a spinoff. Yeah. We get it first. <laughs> <laughs> We're pitching. Um, the, I mean, the at this point, you can write it. You yeah, can pitch it. But that's the, like the frustrating though to have, that's why I, I like bikes and I love riding a bike, but the, in the city, it's, it just feels like it's going to get stolen. Does that, how do you not let that take you down? Uh, <laughs> the first time it got stolen, the first time a bike got stolen, um, it, it, but just both times I've like understood what has happened. Mm-hmm. They've both been frustrating. Okay, so you didn't rationalize like maybe I put it over here. The first time when I came back and it just was so the first time it got stolen, it just got stolen out of an apartment hallway where it wasn't locked up in the hallway, mm. and that is like. You know, ninety percent of the time you're gonna be fine. Ninety nine percent of the time you're gonna be yeah. fine. But like, yeah, I did. It There's wasn't locked. Betrayal in the building. Right. Okay. Honestly, here's what it was. Actually, the front door. It was. It was in the front hallway, and the front door was glass, and the front glass door locked. But that's how I learned that our front uh, building door could be opened with a credit card. Wow. And so Hello, that was Brooklyn. sort of a fun little lesson. Yes. And so that was like, have you ever had your car towed and you walk out and you're ca- and you're like, I thought that my car was parked right here, but like. Mm-hmm. I must be wrong because you can't lose a car. <laughs> and then but you start thinking stupid shit. Like we were just talking about that. I had luggage stolen out of our car and we went when we went back, we were really like, maybe we left it in the hotel yeah. three cities ago. And you're like, because no. you can't. Cause we clearly put it in the, in the car. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You start thinking stupid because if you didn't watch the person open the trunk and take the luggage out you can't your brain like can't wrap itself around it the second time my bike got stolen i was at um i i was at a i was doing a dog shit spot in deep brooklyn and i was there i was like already i was already in a bad mood i had recently broken up this was like a couple months into my breakup from the comedian i was dating big breakup we had lived together we like we had a dog together it was this huge 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 breakup Um, I was in a bad mood. I went to the spot. It was terrible. I locked my bike on a, there was a big like windowless white van parked right next to a street sign. Mm. There's a guy sitting in the, in the driver's seat and I had to kind of like squink my bike in between the van and the sign. I didn't hit the van or anything, but I, I like waved and locked my bike and went inside, was inside for a absolute maximum 25 minutes. Okay. Not long. Came out, had a bad set, got paid uh. $12. I'm sure came out and the van was gone my bike was gone and the street sign that it had been locked to was separated from the ground and laying flat on the sidewalk and I was like what and there was a homeless guy who sits on the corner who I've like seen before and I was like hey did you see anything with the bike and he goes yeah they put the bike in the van and they drove away and I was like Jesus Christ and I went to my shop two days later oh and my phone had died because I was like I'm going to be at this spot for five minutes and then I'm a five minute bike ride from home. But I was yeah. a half hour walk home. And so I just had, I couldn't call anybody. I was, uh. I was through this breakup. I was going back to an apartment that I still lived in that was like haunted by my ex. <laughs> and I just had the like saddest, mopiest Charlie Brown walk yeah. home. And then I went to my shop two days later and my shop, and I was like, I got to buy a new bike. And my shop said, um, my, my guy at my shop was like, go back and case the area because everyone in this shop has had multiple bikes stolen. Everybody gets them. It's just happens yeah, it's a group and everyone it's one, it's a Mexican cartel <laughs> uh, and it's Pee Wee Herman working for it. And, um, and he was like, every single one of us has found one bike that has been stolen. We've all lost multiple and we've all found That's one. Great. You get one. And he you goes, go back and look for it. And I went back and I like walked up and down the blocks and I was like, oh, this is so annoying. And I was working my way toward the spot, yeah, toward where it was stolen. And I turned the corner and my bike was leaned up against a fence 
The seat was gone, but the lock was still on it. All of the components were still there. They hadn't done anything with it, but the frame was crushed. So like I couldn't ride it. The bike yeah. was dead. Yeah. But I think either they tried to steal it in the stupidest way by like knocking the pole pull over, but ruined the bike in the process. Mm-hmm. Or they just like hit the gas instead of the brake, went oh fuck oh fuck what do we do slid the bike with the lock or still on it slid yeah. it off because my lock oh is my good God. enough that they couldn't cut the lock yeah slid it off the pole put it in the van drove away and then we're like well what are we gonna do with a fucked up bike put it back anyway but see, finding that bike was like seeing a dead body and being like it's dead baby it's gone <sighs> that's like right it's like that's very sad but like i'm that I'm, was your relationship that was, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm fine and this has absolutely nothing yeah. to do with my emotional state <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Wow. Anyway. So you're on your third bike now. I'm on my third bike, but my guy at my shop, who's very sentimental, who told me to go back in case the area, pulled the stem of the bike, which is what the handlebars attached to, pulled yeah. the stem off of my old bike that I loved so much that I named Lightning. Yeah. The oh, fact that anybody has ever wanted cute. to fuck me is no. shocking. And I like the name Lightning, though. Yeah. Thank you for a little bike. It's a nice, yeah. it's a nice little bike it's name. Fun. Put that stem onto my new bike. So now my new bike looks like a car with a door from a different car you know like yeah. it looks like a, a nobody jalopy. nobody wants to steal this bike now because yes. it looks like yeah. a mess but it's a nice little bike well i love that you even have like a shop i mean i yes. love this world bike of culture bike culture where and you're like camaraderie oh, yes. i just went to my shop my guy he put a tire it was a thing we whizzed <laughs> over gave me a heads up right yeah. pep talk right right i know yes. he said he he was like keep this piece of this bike with you they give me updates when they cut up they they like took the old frame of my bike and they cut up pieces of it for mm. repairs and they truly are like oh yeah we cut a piece of your old bike off they like oh, but lightning. lady journey mm-hmm. most bike shops are really shitty to women and the reason really? that i love this shop so much it's dude centric and they're really condescending and they talk down to women all the time and they're very like, so when you get on a bicycle, you're going to want to put one foot on one pedal and the other foot on the other pedal. And it's like, yeah, asshole, I ride more than you. I yeah. don't know how, like, I have outsourced all of the, all of the like fixing of it to yeah. somebody who's paid to do it. I'm not like trying to learn how to like be able to, you know, replace the, fix the derailleur or whatever. Right, I want right. you to do that. I'm paying you to do it. But I 100% spend more hours on my right. bike than you do. Although that would be helpful for me. I'd be like, should I should I push off? <laughs> Can watch me? I need someone to watch me. How did you start getting into the bikes? Have you always been a bike person? I rode in Minneapolis... I don't know. I don't remember. It's truly like the first bike I rode in Minneapolis was like a child's mountain bike that was just locked to somebody's fence for mm-hmm. a winter. And they were like, do you want this for free? And mm-hmm. it didn't fit me. And then I was like, I like it well enough that I'll buy a new one. And then when I came to Minneapolis or to, I'm sorry, to New York, I was like, I'll start riding around New York. And mm-hmm. when my bike gets stolen, I don't have to get another one because I, I was very yeah. scared. I was like, I think I, I'm doing this out of principle to like challenge myself and it's a good what's, workout. You can maneuver around pretty fast compared it's so to walking much faster. in subways sometimes. It's I'm always faster than the subway. But there's I and I'm there's always still moments in New York that I'm like, they still haven't made the city good enough for bikes, in my opinion. Yeah, wintertime. Wintertime is tough. Well, I like riding in winter because then ends. there's no city bikers. Then there's no like yeah. white white jean, wide leg, flat brim like cap a- with like, <gasps> yeah, and with, yeah, exactly. Like truly <laughs> swerving with like head with air AirPods in. And I'm like, and I'm like on your left, on your left, on your left, on your left. And they're yeah. like, that, that, that. yeah, oh my those people are not the amateurs. Out the, amateur uh, hour for the bikers. You know, the Katie's. <laughs> <laughs> <Me> um, like, <laughs> hi. 
<laughs> my friend's filming me. <laughs> um, no, the I so I don't mind writing in winter, but it is. It, I mean, it is very like. But that's what I love about it that it's like the Wild West. Like I, I am a biker who makes other bikers, who makes bikers look like aggressive and illegal and bad. And yes. and you're going through the stoplight and stuff like totally. that. And do you Yelling get, are you getting kind of like a rush out Absolutely. of this? It's like an adrenaline oh, thing for yes. you. It's wow. a death wish for sure. <laughs> it is like a, yeah, yeah, it's definitely an adrenaline rush. I, I, it's interesting. Now, do you do like drugs or do you drink at all? Or is I do, this kind of like your high that you go after? Um, I would say my high that I go after is usually a uh, romance. Okay. But biking sure. is probably the second. Sure, Fighting, sure. Yeah. Yeah. We all have our addiction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like I do do drugs and I do drink, but substances just have never been my they've I've never nothing's going to nothing. No wine is going to get you to the place of almost getting doored. Right. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> On a bridge. Right. <laughs> right. While making eye contact with a man. Yes. <laughs> I love it. The trifecta. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. The it definitely is a like an addiction, a need. And it just like that happens to be the dopamine button in my brain yeah. and not. Molly. Well, now tell us about like what's your what's Though your. No, I love Molly. Of course, of course. Mm. Uh, now tell us what's your classic like biker uniform that you're wearing when you're going out. Do you when you go out to like do a spot or something? Are you still wearing bike clothes? Are you wearing jeans? Yeah, I feel like bike biker wear has not transcended into athleisure. Yes, I. No one's looking like Lance Armstrong out there as they're like going to do. Aaron's <laughs> right. You mean yes. like athleisure is, is a specific look, and Lance like Armstrong a Kim, is a specific look. What their Kardashians wear. Yes. 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 Right. That is if I if I like somebody wearing what a Kardashian wears is not a biker. They are a city biker. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, like this is kind of bike wear. I get it's kind totally, of bike wear. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. And like it's I comfortable. Yeah. Bike shorts. Bike yeah. Shorts. Here are my bike shorts. Legging shorts. Yes. <laughs> Do you say lady shorts? Legging shorts. Yes. Yeah. Legging shorts. Also, also lady, lady shorts. shorts. <laughs> These are our little lady, lady shorts. Trees. That was a little moment. <laughs> um, I made the commitment to myself. I made the commitment to myself. I hold this Palo Santo and make a commitment yes. to myself um, to fully change outfits uh, about a year ago. Okay. From biking to show. To a show. Okay. Gotcha. Pants and top. Uh, and yeah. that has made my life so much better because I used to try and bike in jeans and it's a, it can't. sucks. You yeah. Can't. It's a nightmare. That's I I love that you did that because I do think as we get to our 30s we have to kind of there's a certain point where we have to put a boundary on ourselves to be like I will not show up in pajamas yes yes <laughs> I will no longer do that I have to I had to, to draw a line for myself where I was like I must wear a bra I wear it every day I wear it almost every day unless it's a specific top you That's know it I, I, see I am a person who has always had to wear a bra I've no. not I've had to wear a bra since sixth grade so I'm like if you could get away without I'm like don't wear bras get, the, get take that off don't yeah. yeah well I mean it it's fine until it's not you know what I'm saying yeah it's sure. fine until you're like wow this until shirt is one thinner guy. Yeah. Yeah. yes this shirt is like, thinner hey. than I thought yeah someone yeah. brushes up against your nipple and you're yes. like yeah yeah and now you can both see and feel my nipple yeah, yeah. yeah. hello yeah I do um just ogle at at breasts out of bras. I, I am like pretty open about like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you yeah. want to look. That's yeah. what they're there it for. It never gets old. It never gets old. <laughs> I just am staring at boobs where I'm like, I wish that's what my boobs looked like. All the time. Constantly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where you're just like, those are amazing. Yeah. But sometimes you see some weird ones and you're like, okay, it's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> when when Whenever. Here's my. This is. I'm betraying ladies on Lady Journey here. But when ladies are like, don't sexualize my breasts, I'm like, I can't. If I can see your nipple rings, I have to sexual. I'm going to sexualize them. <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. 
I, I can't not look at your yeah. hard, juicy nipples. These nipple rings are for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all about a little lady shade. We right. don't mind. We don't mind. A little lady shade never hurt anybody. Now, one thing I'm curious about with the biking culture, like, do you have like biking, like bike friends, for example? Like, uh, I see. Here's. Are you, you guys like, are loners. You're a loner. You're nobody, a loner. Nobody rides as hard as me. <laughs> um, I, I'm getting that. Well, I'm getting that message. I remember seeing Allison Klimp fly through the city one time mm. on her bike that I feel like she could, you guys could fly together. I should, I know, I should text her. The pro- I just truly am like, I'm on my bike an hour and a half a day every day. Yeah. And I don't know anyone who rides that much other than like, Delivery guys. Yeah, yeah. That's there was a movie in the eighties that I love oh. with Kevin Bacon and it was about bike messaging and how like they're they're the ones that make the city run. I should like the self importance. It's a fun movie, but it was like it's fun and they've tried to kind of do it again. I, I was gonna say Shale, with Joseph Gordon Levitt, didn't they? It was him. Because I was about to say Shia LaBeouf, Yeah, no no no, it's the him. Joseph Gordon Levitt one. Yes. Yes. I yeah, I mean it, 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 I, I very much feel like uh, I ride and so I am better than everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's, it I is think the self-importance is so fun. Bring out that movie again or that genre comes out, you should definitely try for it and I'm pushing you hard for it. I, yes, you would be great. You would be the token female there. <laughs> I want to, there's just so many, so few, so few women ride. No, that's interesting. So I didn't it's realize so that it was not, not that many women riding bicycles. Yeah, it's, it's such a bummer, but it's so, it also does make me feel like the coolest woman. <laughs> of course. I'm, I'm writing to my stand-up show where I'm the only woman on the lineup. I've never seen another woman. <laughs> I'm the Do most special woman. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find that it's like when men invade a space, no offense to the men that listen to us, thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Um <laughs> When when men Name come them all, 30, it's only three. Jerry, thirty percent. Thank you for no, your comments. No, we actually have sixty percent on YouTube. We've got a lot, oh. and we want and we love you guys, um, but not in a weird way. Um, no, do you find that <laughs> and like we don't want you to love us yeah, in please, a weird way? Please do not DM us. Subscribe to our Patreon. Anyway, um, <laughs> give the, us cash and no words. Yes, we need help. Yeah. Anyway, um, when you are in the bikes world and it's so so dudish, does that affect like the bike culture? So many bros in there. Is it masculine? I mean, I think that like truly riding a bike doesn't seem like it would be a masculine thing, but it almost fi- it feels like if a ton of guys do something, then it does become. Yes. Masculine. I, I think that like, so like I'm not a racer. There are people who do these like crazy illegal, like no brakes rides through the city and people get ruinously injured. Like mm. it's very, very dangerous. I don't ride. I'm not, I'm not that I ride dangerously, but only dangerously for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't really. Uh, I, I guess like I'm not deep into into like riding culture, but like the one group that I have ridden with regularly at all, I'm the only woman. Yeah, and one of the one of the guys just I just saw him recently, and he was like, "Man, I think about you riding," because he said he said I've I've like kept this with me. He was like, "I've never seen anybody ride as aggressively as you. You just have no fear." And I was like, "Yes, that is what I, wow. I give that to me." So. That, but I think that that is like why bike shops. I, I think the way that I experience it is the is the condescension of bike shops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I like walk in and I'm like, hey, something's wrong. Like something's my weird about this. Streamers are broken. Yeah. <laughs> I need my a horn. Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, what's the top three reasons that people should get into biking if they haven't? So, I. It, biking in New York or biking in general? Just in general, here's my, here's like what I love city about, biking, let's say. Not with the yes. brand, but 
what biking I, around town. Yes. Okay. What I love about biking, it's my special little me time where like I'm alone. I'm Off not on phone. my phone. Yep. Yes. That's why I love it. Yep. And yeah. either I can get super, super zen because like you can't pay attention to anything other than the 25 feet or like in all directions. Mm-hmm. And so if you're upset about something like you can't really pay attention to, you know, whatever you're upset about. Yeah. Or sometimes like if you're, you know, if you're a strong enough biker that you can sort of go on autopilot, then you can you can kind of go in the opposite direction and be like, OK, I'm going to process like I'm going to use this time to think about whatever, like talk out loud to myself on my bike. I talk to myself on my bike all the time or like. Mm-hmm. If I'm upset about something, I'm going to like really push hard and like get some of this energy out, whatever. So like, so I think it's like, it can be very therapeutic. Um, Mm -hmm. It is, I hate working out. I hate working out. Really? Yeah. The idea of actively going to a gym. Hate it. Is awful. Hate it so much. Hate group classes. I hate lifting weights. It's expensive. I hate jogging. I hate, I hate working out. I hate carving that time out of my day. Yeah. And so this feels like. Oh, I'm just I don't have to carve the time out of my day to work out because it's just transit time. And I guess like what I'm trading is like then it means that I can't be like, oh, in transit time, I'll read that article or oh, and like yeah, I'm reading that no, article at not, home. We're not reading anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still scrolling. Yeah. I haven't read and the book I'm in 10 years. Looking at my photos. <laughs> yeah. I remember that time. <laughs> oh, that was a nice selfie. <laughs> so we got cu- cutting out the workout. Oh, yes. Cutting out Zen, the workout. Zen time. Special little me, me time. time. And then, oh, I, I think that when you ride a lot it mm-hmm. is just very cool like yeah. i do think that there's a degree of like there's a badassery yeah, to it yeah and that's kind of empowering yeah yeah i really yeah. like when people are like holy shit you ride a lot right like when yeah. the guy was like you ride with no fear I, and i've like cherished that as a little gem yeah. for days that, you know like wow. you've been seen i have a lot of pride around i do have a lot of pride around biking that's awesome and I, yeah yeah what are your journeys that you were telling us about um Let's start. tell us the first one i hope it's not biking because we've just it's, been on that it's, journey it's not biking, it's biking at all <laughs> um that is that is simply my transit not my journey um <laughs> No, uh, I started uh, seeing a new boy. Okay, and he uh, <laughs> he's wonderful. Uh, also, he just clearly learned that women are supposed to pee after sex because otherwise you have a UTI. Yeah, and so yeah. at the end of sex, and which like we all know, but he's after had a lot sex, of girlfriends with UTIs. So I think he has had a lot of girlfriends with UTIs. Yeah, but after sex truly like within a minute or two he'll be like are you gonna go to the bathroom and i'm like a like let us chill out for a second <laughs> but b i'm a little bit like you don't tell me what to do with my body yeah, i stop I micromanaging decide. my urethra yeah. micromanaging my utis if i don't have a uti i'll have a goddamn uti yes and so then there was a couple times where i like laid in bed much longer than i would have because i was a little bit like I just want to, I don't want to let you be right. Like, I don't want to give you the satisfaction of telling me what to do. And so then I just laid there and then I was like, no, I do have to go to the bathroom. Like I have to pee. I want to get your cum out of me. And also like generally I do want to avoid a UTI, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's not your decision. Let me fucking decide when to. And it just was very. And I, he means well. He totally means well. Yeah. But it was funny. It also is like sort of a funny little virtue signal of like, oh, a liberal man knows that a lady needs. We to have an pee. ally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I always. He's a feminist. I don't trust the liberal man. It's probably like I just don't want to hear you talking about it the whole time. Yeah. When you have the UTI. I voted for UTI. <laughs> right. Sir. <laughs> oh, I've had a terrible UTI before. I remember once I had one. I've never had one. Right. You've never you've I've never, never had one? I've never had a UTI. Oh I had God. a couple. I had Sorry. A, I've had like three in my lifetime. And I remember I got one 
the last time I ever got one, and it takes me a long time to heal from them too, where yeah, I'll still like have like week. the bladder pain, even for like a month later, like during my like menstrual cycle, I'll oh, get no. the bladder pain again. But I had one where I was basically blood, blood coming out. I'm doing- Of your urethra. Of my- That's bad. Of, my of the U, wrong hole. Of my U. And I'm I used like, to blood out the other two. Well, I went, I went to- I went to the minute clinic and then I'm running around to do spots and then feeling like you can't uh -oh, live your life with kind that. of peeing slightly while I'm telling Sam like anyone here and anyone you're peeing blood <laughs> yeah and just like kind of feeling something coming out running and checking in like a bar bathroom and then I went back and they're like well you know sometimes when you when it gets really inflamed sometimes that does just happen it's not you know I'm like I have sepsis Call 911. Is that, could that happen? Could sepsis happen from a UTI? No, no, no. But what can Bladder happen? Bladder infection. It can get blood poisoning. Yeah, you can go to Jesus. your kidneys. That's yes. why if you get a UTI and you look it up online, they always tell you like the worst scenarios. Go right? to the clinic. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like your kidneys are rotting. Jesus. But it's, I, it's actually pretty unlikely. They just say that. To make sure. To make sure. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. time I ate a whole plate of beets for lunch and that was all I ate. And then my poop was Always red. red. Yeah. That's scary. And, and I Googled it and the yeah. first 14 results were like cancer, 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 cancer. And then number beets. 15 was like, maybe beets. <laughs> You're like, why don't you do beets first? Start the list yeah. with that. Yeah. Beets are so yummy. I love beets so much. How do you like them? How do you like them? Love them roasted. Oh, love them. Do you even straight out of a can? Oh, I, I have. Wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I'll go to a salad bar and like pile up with the canned gotcha. beets. Yeah, but I don't think I ever okay. buy a can of. Beets. What's your What's your opinion of beets with goat cheese? Love, love. Really, I like a roast. I also like beet soup. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love yeah, a yeah, borscht. Yeah. Love a borscht. A borscht. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love, love a beet juice. So this new guy, he's. Are you going to stay with him? Or are you going to just let him go and terrorize someone else with his facts about female anatomy? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's going to listen to this podcast, so I'm definitely going to stay with him. No, he's great. Yeah. He's really great. And hopefully he'll be quiet. <laughs> and hopefully he'll subscribe to the Patreon. Yes, please do. Um, hi, babe. Um, mm -hmm. uh, no, he's great and... Uh, it's at this point, unfortunately, it's long distance, so it's a little bit okay. like. I was gonna know. say organic or apps. Organic. I'm not on apps. I if the. I I expect that from you as a biker because it feels like a little too new age. Yeah, you. you're like I like I'm in steampunk era. I'm I meet people in real life. Well, my problem with apps is just that I don't I don't want kids, and I'm not like trying to get married. I'm not trying. I'm not I'm not like looking for a long term you're not relationship. In the business of it, exactly. Yeah, and so then when I'm on an app, it's being on an app for me is just like tell me I'm pretty, tell me I'm pretty, tell me I'm pretty, tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. That's all it is, mm -hmm. and it's just it's people who are hoping to be in a relationship, and yeah. I'm just like I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Doesn't yeah. you don't matter to me, and yeah. so the meeting in person is much, much. Uh, well, I always feel like there's vetting that happens organic. in person, yeah. Because, like, if you meet somebody randomly through the apps, like, I know it's worked out and there's got great numbers, but there's also like horrific people on there, totally. Also, that don't get vetted, and there's and even. There, like there's you know actively bad people yeah but even there's just like middling people who the second you show up and you just like watch them walk over to the table yeah. you're like i already know you yeah. have not said no. a word the we first had great impression is priceless totally it knocks and it's out like, a lot of time even if you have great little chat great little chatter on the on the app texting or whatever mm -hmm. Literally, I have had the experience of just like crossing 15 feet and like smiling and waving and being like, I already know. And 
And I now have to sit here for 90 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Because I can't even, I can't even be like, at that, some people are like, well, just cut it off when you know, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, sure, maybe 10 minutes in, you could be like, or half an hour in, you could be like, we're not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm pissing blood right now. (laughs) But within 10 feet, to be like, oh no, it's just how your body moves. That I yeah, hate. I'm, um, my ick is you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you said you had two journeys. What was your other one? My other one. Oh, I um, I have a uh, like, I would say it is a compulsive aversion to waste. And ah. um, oh, you're an eco girl. Are you a crunchy girl? Because I get that vibe I, from the biking. I am dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think crunchy is the right word. You're like sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweat. I'm like. I think a lot of how I behave winds up actually being being very eco-friendly, but the mm-hmm. environment is very much not my motivation. It is, I am like, uh, I should have existed in the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. That is where, or like, that, that is the world that I would have done very well in. I'm mm. like, can't throw away scraps. Right now I have a conce- a tube of concealer that I cut the, that I keep cutting the end I off like we're very similar farther down. Aspect, to some degree, because I get the same, I hate, waste yeah hate waste and there's something that bums me out to throw away something yes even that's a not vegetable. like fully <laughs> yes that's not like absolutely used to its fullest extent like there's nothing else i can possibly that's how do we with should this. all be yeah I'm, I'm getting really freaked out by like the single-use plastics like yes. plastic it's stuff so much i just saw this documentary that it was all about how like you know the plastic particles are just even from like a Ziploc bag or something, it just gets on your food and it's just all in our bodies. Yeah. It's everywhere. Totally. It's in the water. And now I can't think, I can't enjoy a bottle of water without thinking that I'm poisoning myself. And somehow to me, that is like so overwhelming that I'm like, I don't care. Like, well, what? That, you have to dissociate from th- it. Yeah. That's why it's never the environment. I The earth is, the, I think, my opinion is like we're so far gone. Oh, we, yeah, we, yeah. We've been gone for a long, long well, time. They're doing a lot of stuff. They do like a lot of, there's like a lot of businesses. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's easy to be like, yeah, there's nothing we can do. So I can just like throw this in the river. But like there is like a ton of innovative totally. technologies that they're doing and making plastics out of like food, like biodegradable plastics yes. and stuff like that. So I know? say they're making a lot of progress as I throw my Ziploc into the river. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how I, yeah. Yeah. But, no, but I uh, it, to to me the like the the overwhelmingness I can I can somehow turn that off in my brain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get it's off like so to the much. fact of squeezing the most out of something. Yeah, that's yes. it's that which winds up being it's very eco friendly. It yes. actually yes. winds up like being all a part of the same. I love that you're like you're ecosystem. like <laughs> eco friendly from your own neurosis. But yeah, you're like, I don't 100%. care about the earth. I just have OCD. <laughs> it's a compulsion yeah. for sure. I've <laughs> it acknowledged me. that where you're like, I think this is more of a control situation rather than I'm caring about the environment. It's just a really nice side effect. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, I get you know I can get frustrated. I try not to use paper towels. Yeah. Because it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. so wait. I'm like, so I use cloths. Yes. But rags. then people get so grossed out by it. I don't use, I don't like using plastic pump soap. I use bar soap because yep. it comes in boxes. People get disgusted with that. Really? Well, because they're like, other people have been washing their hands with this. It's soap. Soap can't get dirty. That's how, that's my thing. But yeah. it's mental. Yeah. So yeah. when I have guests over and I know like um, they're not into that. 
then I use you pull out the you pull out I the pull guest out pump plastic. soap. I do in there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what I. Yeah. I would not use plastic. I use soap a, in there. I use a handkerchief because Kleenexes are so wasteful to me. Yes, it drives me nuts. Interesting. To, and, and so all timey too. It's very yes. old timey, but people are like, "That's disgusting." You're using a handkerchief. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not using the handkerchief to try and save the earth. I'm doing it because it feels so. It's insane to me to like blow my nose just a tiny bit on a whole Kleenex. When I do use Kleenexes, I rip them in half and then I use each half twice oh and i use it yeah over and over again that i'm like yes. it's just as gross as if i was using a handkerchief, a handkerchief. right exactly yeah. yes. exactly i love it this is very like depression era mm-hmm. vibes yes. that's yes. why yes and i am i i pretty proudly say i am the cheapest person i have ever met and mm. people are always like i don't know i'm pretty cheap too and i'm like you don't know me well enough yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm like well i'm just throwing money out the window is that anything <laughs> can i get a hold of my finances <laughs> but i do use only glass tupperware yeah <laughs> yeah which was expensive <laughs> oh my god i love that now um i want to talk a little bit about self-care i have i was telling you about this there is something i found on tiktok it is the self-care menu have you heard of this no so it's really fun it's like it's an activity that you can do at home you go through you have like appetizers as though you were at you know the olive garden somewhere fabulous and classy appetizers mains sides desserts and you come up with a list of like appetizers these are things that you can do five to ten minutes little wellness things like one would be like you know say go for like a five minute walk I actually Light really like this. Isn't this fun? Yeah. Yes. Wait, give us more. Okay. Well, I I have not made my own yet, <laughs> but the uh, the entrees, these are like your big self-care splurges that you want to do, right? Okay. Like these are like- Oh, not the like, this is an everyday thing that you have to do. It can be. Well, maybe it's more like the end of the day. Okay. Right? Like appetizers is like an everyday in the middle of doing activities or something. So like going for a walk, listening to a podcast, something like that. Mm -hmm. The entrees is like maybe getting a massage, getting Mm. a facial, something that's like a full meal of like well-being, going to a yoga class or or something. Or a silent retreat. A silent, a weekend retreat away from your friends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Away from your (laughs) partner. Away from your partner, yeah. (laughs) And then- We all heard that pretty much come out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I gotta get I gotta go away. Sides was like sides was like things that you can do, self-care things that you can do while you're doing other things, like work things. So I guess it would be like having lemon water at your desk or something, something like that. Okay. And then desserts are things that you do, you can't do it too much because it starts to make you feel sick, but like yeah. a little bit is okay. Oh. Like TikTok. Interesting. Isn't that fun. I do really. I gotta say, I was prepared to hate the concept of. I knew you self care menu. Yeah, yeah self care yeah. menu. Yeah. But I actually do really like it. Because have you ever had like a time where you're like, I I'm committing myself to do downtime. I'm gonna force myself, even though I feel like working or I want to go back. But then you don't know what to do, so you just lay on the couch like hating yourself. Hundred yes. percent. And then it's just this we this terrible wasted like I don't feel like I actually rested because yeah. I just laid there tense because I was feeling guilty for not. Resting well enough, or for not being productive. Yes, yeah. yeah. And now all I did was waste time. When I, if I had actually been productive, I probably would feel better right now because then I would have gotten something done. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm. I'm that's all the about, trap that I'm, I'm in right gonna now. Do, I'm me too. I'm gonna make my self care menu. I'm gonna start out when I have my day off. You know, my self care day, whatever. Have an appetizer, go for my ten minute walk, get my coffee or whatever, and then go for a full entree, right? And then later you have a little dessert, and then you're good. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, does crafting sound like self care? I think crafting is self-care 
if it is, you are not doing it for, for something that you yeah <laughs> if you're not doing it for like a, a deadline or like your friend's wedding centerpieces or something like gotcha, that gotcha yeah totally and I think I guess like when I first was like Ugh, a self-care menu I think the kind of stuff that is most common self-care like like I'm not sheet masks right sheet masks yeah. is like just makes me want to I know it's like out a window. Yeah. So a lot of stuff is kind of shoved down our throats as self-care, but it's actually marketing. It's 100%. Consumerism. Yeah. yeah it's just say. commercialism. Yeah. yeah. It's like, take care of yourself with this $500 Tumblr. hair dryer. Totally. Yeah. You need to drink more water. So here's a Stanley cup. Yeah. When you're like, why are we carrying around Stanley cups everywhere? Like, yeah, you don't right. actually need that. You get your liquids from other areas. Like, yeah. I just heard that the eight glasses of water a day is actually not like it's not. It's out. That's out. That's out. Meaning like what? it's not this physical gallon that you have to carry with you. Like yeah. if you're eating fruit, that's where there you're getting water. water. That, if you're yeah. eating lettuce, that's where you're getting your water yeah. from that. I was like, oh. Yeah, I will have to tell you, eight glasses a day was really hard. It's yeah. a lot. I never completed that. Yeah, it's and a then lot. there's the there's the like the workout, you know, the gym rats who carry the giant, the like, I know their one arm is jug that has the, the jug. Yeah. and it has the lines being like, keep going, almost there, you stupid bitch, yeah. whatever the lines. Chug water, you whore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe if you were skinnier, your life would be better. <laughs> 